is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Joining me today is Oliver Davies, CEO of Sky Metals, ASX code SKY. Sky Metals is focused on growing its large, low-cost tin deposit in New South Wales. To tell us more, and an overall look at the tin market, Oliver, welcome to Market Open Podcast. Thanks, Stuart. Great to be here. You've just released a substantial increase to the mineral resource estimate at Talabung. What are the numbers and how significant is this for the company? The growth in the Talabung MRE is significant. We've increased the resource by over 53%, which is growing the resource into the sort of size that we think we're going to have. And one of the key things as well in our recent announcement is how well the resource is upgrading with Tomra Ore Sorting. Tomra Ore Sorting is exceptionally suited to our, our Talabung tin mineralization. We're taking a resource grade of 0.15% tin and taking it to over 0.7% tin. So for people unfamiliar with uh, tin, that's the equivalent, 0.7% tin is equivalent to about 2% copper. So it's taking a low grade resource and upgrading it significantly to a, a very valuable target. And then from there, we, we have a very low cost deposit. We've got open pit mining, low cost mining. We've got a big Tomer upgrade. Then we've got a, a low cost processing route to get a high payability tin concentrate. So it's all building really, really well, but Taliban could be a large uh, low-cost tin deposit. You've also just released that you've intercepted strong tin and tungsten mineralization under historic mines at the Narria project in New South Wales. Were you expecting such positive numbers and what's next at this project? Um, yeah, it's always, uh, it was obviously a main drill program in, in uh, that, that project and it's always a bit of a gamble when you start a new project and particularly an area that hasn't been drilled well before. Uh, the last drilling was back in the, the 1970s and they only did three holes. Uh, we've, we've drilled a few holes there and, and intercepted tin, which is always a, I, I know it always seems um, easy to take for granted, but always very grateful that a made drilling program can go well. And one of the first things that we saw in this made drilling program is that we've intercepted all the tin and tungsten within a granite and generally the best tin and tungsten actually occur on the margins of the granite in the in the sediments that it intrudes into. And so while these results are, are good and a good place to build from, we'll use these now to try and um, combine with some geophysical survey as well as compiling, sorry, compiling sort of our 1960s, 70s and 80s data sets to really make sure we can find that contact area with the granite. We don't think we're far from it, but try and work out where that contact area is. And, and that area is very exciting for really large scale tin mineralization. And there's a thin sand covering across the entire tenement. So it's it's really exciting to be able to look underneath that sand now with modern exploration techniques and hopefully discover a very, very large tin deposit that's previously gone unnoticed. Where do you currently see the tin market and your views on its future? Uh, the, the tin market is very fragile. Um, at the moment, uh, there is mining that has previously been suspended in Myanmar, and that mining is slowly coming back on. About 40% of China's tin concentrate 
comes out of Myanmar and it's about, it supplies about 10% of the world's tin supply. So with that ramping up, uh, that's that's shoring up some of the tin supply, but the uh, the thing looming on the horizon for tin at the moment is an impending export ban in Indonesia. Indonesia produces about a fifth, a fifth of the world's tin. And if they do decide to put an export ban in, that's going to put a lot of pressure on tin supply. And again, it's just another one of these examples of how fragile a tin market is and why we need uh, reliable and ethical tin sources such as such as what we have at, at Taliban, what we're developing there. No doubt you've got a busy quarter ahead. What can we expect in terms of news flow through this time? At, at the moment, uh, we're hoping to get back to Taliban and get some more drilling going there continue to increase that resource into into the very large resource that we see developing there and um, and also to, to shore up all of our metallurgical test work which is going exceptionally well and from there we're hoping to get some more drill results as we target high grade areas in the Taliban tin field and then at the end of the quarter we'll be looking to announce another resource as well upgrade it and then from there we can we can move into feasibility studies and things as well. Time will go quickly, but if we fast forward twelve months, what does a successful year look like for you and the Sky team? In twelve months' time, we'd hope to be continuing to add tons to the resource. We want to uh, realise the full potential of what we have at Taliban. At the moment, we've only tested a small part of the, the footprint there. We're finding that there are more and more high-grade zones for us to continue to target, which will be particularly important when we, when we start up our, our operation. And then also uh, continuing on our metallurgical test work. All of that is very encouraging, but the key to this project is how well the ore is treated and how quickly we can upgrade and put it into a concentrate. So we'll work on that to make sure everything there is, is as exceptional as it has been so far. And then also... Uh, moving into feasibility studies later this year and we're hoping to uh, to produce some good results on the feasibility side prove how uh, economic we think this project is how good the economics are how low cost we think we're producing tin for and coming into the end of 2024 hopefully we we can show everyone what a great project we think we have at, at Taliban Oliver Sky Metals is a great story you've positioned the company exceptionally well and I look forward to seeing how your story develops over the next year. Thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Thanks, Joe. Really appreciate it. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial, or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open 
or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.